Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. Let's take a little uh, little trip to the financial doctor. Obviously, medicine and doctors have been you know, in our face all year long with everything going on with 2020. So let's see if we can extract a few valuable lessons that you might apply to the financial life uh, if you were you know, going in for a checkup or something like that. Because even if you feel fine, Eric... Sometimes it's a pretty good idea just to get a checkup, especially as we're aging. You know, my mom, she's 79. She goes every so often for various different things. You know, even with the COVID stuff, they move things around and did different precautions. But they still want to see folks as you're aging just to, you know, just kind of be on the safe side. Right. Because something can come out of left field that you don't detect. You know, right. I think they say after you reach, I think, uh, I think you're always supposed to have annual checkups, but it becomes more prevalent when you, after age 40, I think, or maybe mm-hmm. age yep. 50. You know, just, you know, hey, there's got to be something out there. You know, you feel fine, but the doctor's going to run some tests. They're going to know exactly what. And if you're doing what the same doctor over here, they're going to see those year-over-year changes and say, hey, you know, this doesn't look quite right or maybe make a tweak here or something like that. You're always going to be advised to, you know, eat healthier and exercise more. (laughs) Those are two givens. But just like your plan, you know, you need to adjust and look at your plan, you know, at least every year, minimum, just because things change. Your cash flow changes, your spending habits change, those types of things. Just, you know, kind of update it, review it, and make sure it's still working for you. So just like a checkup, you need to check up your plan as well, at least annually. Right, exactly. I mean, you think about uh, the different things. We get to certain stages. They want you to come in, whether you're male or female, for this or that, right? Start having this checked and that checked and, uh, you know, uh, specific things. And then also there's the general things as well. So, because well, think about what's the worst thing that happens? You know, you go to the doctor for a checkup, and the worst thing is you wasted some time, and they tell you, hey, you're, <laughs> right. you're good. You're doing good. Yeah. Same thing with coming in for a financial checkup. Worst thing is going to happen. You wasted some time. You find everything is good. But if you, if you find something, then you're like, oh, man, that was really, I'm really glad I, I did this, right? So finding something that maybe you weren't aware of is what the key is. All right. So along those lines, obviously, you know, normally when we get ill, right, sometimes we get sick and we think, well, I can take care of this myself. And a lot of times we do. But sometimes you've got something persistent, you know, and we'll just stay away from our 2020 non-friend here. But a lot of times, like for me, I usually, I used to get bronchitis almost annually. And so a lot of times I try to deal with it myself, but there comes a point when you have to get a prescription. Well, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't, right? Right. And just like there's a lot of over-the-counter medications you can take to kind of combat things, same way in the financial world. You know, I mean, you don't have to go to somebody to be able to buy a security instrument like a stock or an ETF or a mutual fund. You can do it right online. You can do it from your phone, right, if you have a smartphone. (laughs) That's true. So it's pretty easy to buy the -the over-the-counter instruments, but how they are applied sometimes. You know, and when you're in the accumulation mode, you know, it's pretty easy. Hey, I'm younger. All you need is some aspirin or, you know, maybe some Tylenol or, you know, an ace bandage or something like that. There you go. Right. (laughs) But as you get older, you know, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, now there's some bigger risks involved. So maybe I want to go seek a professional and find out. And they may still subscribe, prescribe me something to, to deal with it. 
or they might not, but I want that professional opinion just to make sure. So that's where, you know, you can treat a lot of stuff over the counter, but sometimes it helps to have a professional tell you, hey, this is what you may need. And then you can decide whether it's uh, worth the, the fee that you might pay to engage them for their advice. You know, the th- concept around fees or paying professionals comes into question in the absence of value. If the person or firm is providing you tremendous value, then it's, then it's worth every penny that you pay. But if they're not providing value, then you might as well do it on your own. So that's the really key there. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with you. In a way, sometimes you think about like Google or WebMD or something, right? If you're feeling just a little meh, you can look some things up. You can kind of get some general information. Same thing you can do when it comes to financial stuff. But you can also get just inundated and overloaded with stuff. And then you feel more confused. And it's like, yeah, I really need to talk to somebody who actually can, you know, look at me specifically and address my situation versus just going on WebMD and finding, you know, oh my gosh, I have that, you know, or 40 other thousand things that it could be. Right. You think you have a tummy ache ends up, you think, you know, you maybe have a stomach ache and you have some kind of stomach cancer or something Yeah, like that. it tells you who knows what. Right. So you can you can go on the internet and you can do some things for both financial and medical and get some decent information, especially if you're a bit diligent in where you're looking and a bit safe in where you're looking. But when it comes down to how it's going to truly affect you, yeah, having those one-on-one conversations certainly goes a long way because basically different doctors also have different specialties too, right? So, you know, we joke all the time, but we no longer, you know, I've had heart surgery. I don't go see, you know, the, um, you know, the pediatrician now that I'm a 50-year-old man with a heart problem. Right. Well, unless you want a sucker. <laughs> I mean, right? I, yeah, well, that's true. The, the suckers are nice. So. Yeah. Or you, you don't need to go visit a gynecologist as a 50-year-old man either. <laughs> no, he would not be very happy. I don't think he didn't find that amusing at all. No. Or she. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're specialists and then there's general practitioners. And so, you know, when you're in the accumulation mode, you're younger, a general practitioner is going to be fine. But when you get to a certain age and you have something that happens, you need a specialist. And so that's where, you know, your like your cardiac doctor is going to become, you know, your primary, like you can visit them a lot more and you will do your general practitioner. And that's a similar with retirement. You know, we all kind of get blanketed and saying, hey, I work in the financial services industry, but there's lots of different, there's like lots of different doctors, lots of different people in the financial services industry. There's some people that are just selling stocks and bonds. Those are called brokers. There's people that uh, will do planning for everybody or at least try to sell them financial products. Those are what I call general uh, general practitioners, general financial advisors, right? There's trying to get you on a plan. And then there's retirement planning specialists, and that's what we are here. So a little bit of specialty, just like a cardiac surgeon or somebody like that, because the reason why is we only work with a select group of people that are in this kind of mix, which are, hey, I'm retiring, I got this money, and I want to turn it income. What are the pitfalls? What are the things I look out for? You specialize in reducing taxes, reducing risk, providing income, caring for if something happens to one of us, caring for that surviving spouse. You do those types of things, and we've done it for hundreds of different families, so we know what to do. So that's the difference between, you know, just working with a general practitioner is trying to, you know, pigeonholing all kinds of different things versus a retirement planner that's going to look at the different facets and show you how to reduce those things that can impact you, like taxes and risk and increased income, those types of things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And specialities come into play in a lot of factors in life, and certainly it does as well when it comes to finances. You know, when you're working with a situation where, you know, you're in your 30s, just like a doctor, you're probably going to be working with somebody who's more about accumulation versus preservation and all those kinds of things. So that's where it really comes into play a lot of times for folks. And that's also where a second opinion can come in, you know, into play as well, Eric, because you want to make sure that whether it's a doctor or a financial person that it's the right fit for you. Like you feel like you have a good rapport. You can have a good conversation. I started out with one uh, cardiologist. I just didn't 
we just didn't jive very well, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't like his approach. So I asked to talk to, you know, to switch to his uh, partner in the office. And he, this guy and I actually butt heads a bit more, but I feel like he gives me the straight information. The other guy felt like he was a little too, and they, granted, they see a lot of older folks. So I felt like he was a little too soft with me. And, and I wanted like, you know, give it to me straight. So I know right. what I need to do, that kind of thing. Well, and the second opinion is what everyone says about going and visiting someone in the financial world. Hey, come in for a second opinion. What they want to do is they want to evaluate what you have and then you know determine if you're a fit for the services that they have. When we do second opinions, what we're looking at is if their current plan is going to be sufficient um, because it's planned for all these different changes that could happen. The vast majority of our clients came to us and they already had somebody, right? Right. So what what they found was that their person was missing missing a few things. There were a few holes that they had not addressed, and that's prevalent in our industry, unfortunately. You know, people get into this industry because they're attracted to it. You know, it's a it's a powerful industry. You can help a lot of people. You can cause some problems, too, if you don't know what you're doing. Um, and you can make a, a really good living at it. And so that attracts people. And what they're focused on is just the selling of products as opposed to the planning for the client. And so getting that second opinion, um, a lot of times we point things out to people. They're like, well, why didn't my other person tell me this? Why haven't I ever known about this? Well, either they're not uh, educated enough to look for these things or they're focused on something else. They're focused on just selling the next person as opposed to doing the planning. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040 WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day, using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.